You're listening to the Straight Crooked Podcast. I got my on days. Andy's candies. My on days for days. I can't believe you made your mom say that. Not only, but now it's like, it's not an ironic thing anymore. To me, this is an on days. Everyone else has got it right, but. I never even had one until I learned how to call it on days. And then I was like, I have to try one. Now you're into it. Mm-hmm. It's like they a yonk. <laughs> the York, York peppermint, peppermint patties. Patty? I call them yonks because you know how the writing's like cursive. When Tristan was little, my mom had some. And Tristan's like, can I have a yonk? Because the R looked like an N. <laughs> That's funny. So we got yonks and on days. It's New Year's Eve. It's New Year's Eve. Just like that. Woo! And we can't even talk about Christmas because we don't even know what happened on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas so, was great. We're in the future. Oh my god. Christmas? I know I can tell you everything that I got right now, but I'll I'll wait. I'll hold it. What's like the main thing you think of when you think of New Year's? New Year's Eve. Okay. Okay. The other thing. <laughs> resolutions. Yes. Resolutions. Let's talk about resolutions. Do you make them? No. No. Okay. Have you ever, so you have before. I have, I say it and then I never follow through with them. That was my next question. Do you ever, have you ever been successful with a new year's no, resolution? Not once. Has anyone ever been successful with a new year's resolution? Please let us know. <laughs> honestly they're Um, not i don't know it's like it's a fun idea in theory to think new year new me like i'm gonna do all these great things but it's just not feasible really y'all know you're on your same bullshit (laughs) (laughs) there's no like that change from midnight to one o'clock wait that's not how that time thing works from 11 11 59 (laughs) You know, when the clock jumps from midnight to 1 a.m. and it's suddenly another day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the 11.59 to midnight mark, there's not a significant change. And I think we need to accept that more. We might have like different goals and aspirations for ourselves. You were the same person as you were right before it happened. Yep. It just change doesn't work like that. Um, are you... So you just are done with resolutions. Don't believe in them. Don't want to do them anymore type deal. Yeah. Same. Well, it's hard too, because I feel like for me anyway, I like to think things through. So I'm not just going to sit here at the end of the year and make a list. Like I want to do this, 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 and this, and then it'd be my resolution. Well, it's so just telling you from like a psychology standpoint, Mm-hmm. it's very unrealistic because you're not making smart goals and smart is specific um measurable Ooh. um oh shit what is the smart thing i didn't know it was an acronym i think that's awesome i have to tell you what they're for okay crap i'm fascinated i had no idea that it stood for something yes so Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-specific. Mm, okay. So, we're not making smart goals for ourselves. We're just saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to be better. If it was easier to be better, 
then you would have already been better. Right. We would be better already. Yeah. So um, I don't think people really put too much thought into their resolutions, which Mm -hmm. is why we don't stick with them. That makes sense. Yeah. And I feel like it's always, I don't know. I like the thought of breaking down goals into smaller pieces, like Mm -hmm. smaller milestones to hit. Because it's always like, I'm going to go to the gym every day. I'm going to lose. I'm going to cut this out of my diet. Like, And you're doing it, all those changes at one time. Yeah. Baby steps. That's why people get burned out and then like mm-hmm. stop going to the gym like the third week of the year or something, you know? Yeah. Change is something that you have to like actively work towards every day. One of my favorite things that I've ever heard is like, as long as you get 1% better every day, that's all that matters. So yeah. you don't have to go from not doing anything to working out every single day just like do one activity a day do five minutes of walking a day 10 minutes a day like I don't know why also resolutions I feel like always go to fitness and health you know what I mean that's like the typical we need more fun resolutions like for example I came up with a resolution I want to watch the movie poor things that's my new year's resolution oh I want to watch that too I wish it was close, like came out closer to your birthday so we could just watch it then, but it probably won't it be in out? the theater. I think it's already out. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I'm setting that as a as a New Year's resolution because I know I can do it. I'm going to feel good when I accomplish a resolution. Exactly. But yeah, no, that movie looks so good. Have you like heard what it's about? No, I just saw like two seconds of a clip on YouTube and I was like, that seems weird. I want to watch that. Um, can I read you the little description? It, it, it's kind of, it's not like spoilers, but it, it definitely gives away the whole plot. Can I read it to you? Because mm-hmm. it's very interesting. But before I do that, were you about to say something and I interrupted you? Oh, I think I was going to say that I kind of made a fun resolution for myself last mm. year and yeah. I stuck with it for maybe a good portion of the year like most of the year really I said every time on my four-day weekend I want to be gone somewhere whether it be like going back home or you know like I want to use that time for me and for self-care so I don't take clients on my Friday and Monday even though I love um, that yeah exactly so see that's what I'm talking about those are like really good achievable goals we can do good for you thank you (laughs) okay the bizarre life of a female Frankenstein who is resuscitated after a fetus brain is placed into her skull. Mm. So, from what I'm seeing, she dies somehow as she's carrying a child in this whoever, Dr. Frankenstein, whatever it is. Willem Dafoe? I don't know if it's... I'm assuming it's probably him, because I don't think it's Mark Ruffalo. But I know he's in it, too. Um takes the the fetus's brain that she's carrying and puts it into her mind that's all i know really but that is fat and i love emma stone to death so oh emma stone is it yeah she's the main girl oh i didn't realize yeah she looks a lot she's got like the thick dark eyebrows and like the black hair Hmm. i cannot wait to watch it i also am dying to watch wonka because timothy Chalamet is my love but I found out they're bamboozling people with that movie. They're not advertising it as a musical, but apparently it's a musical. 
And that's a tactic that I guess they're using now because they're like, you know, most people are not going to come see it as if it's advertised as a musical. So they're leaving that out. And like people are finding out when they get to the theater. I feel like that's not right. Like, how dare they? I mean, obviously people know now because everyone's like telling the internet, but I would have, I would go regardless if it's a musical or not because Timothy Chalamet is in it. But if he wasn't in it and I got there and it was a musical, I'm probably going to be upset about it. I hate musicals. Especially paying to see it. Same, unless it's high school musical, I don't want to hear about it. I really don't. Never watched it. Not once. How do you end this, Cole? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess it was a little bit after your age Mm -hmm. bracket, but it's just a classic. Like, you cannot go wrong with high school musical. Talking to you. (laughs) Um, So I figured I was on the interweb, as one does, and I found some facts about New Year's and New Year's Eve. And, you know, there's not much to say about New Year's, so I figured I would share some of these fun facts with the class today. So over 50 tons of trash are left in Times Square after New Year's Eve celebrations, and about 3,000 pounds of that is confetti. What? Um, the confetti and well, is it a new fact, or are Um, you going to expand on that? No, it just has. It's a different fact about the confetti. But real quick, let me ask you because you lived in New York. Did you ever go to the New Year's Eve celebration? I wasn't here. I wasn't there on New Year's when I lived up there. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I was. I was down in Georgia, but um. Every single time. You know, people wear adult diapers. I don't know if that's a fact because there's no restrooms in Times Square. Yeah. I had no idea about that. (laughs) And they just stay in their same spot with their like soiled diaper. Yeah. Why? It's like, I feel like it's not that serious. Like, it's really not that serious. They don't want to lose their spot. We are broken. We need help. This society. Like, oh my god. I don't know. There's been times where I considered that, but like, (laughs) well, that sounds weird just saying that like that. Like a road trip, because you know, I'm afraid to like stop alone. I'm like, okay, well, if I just Mm. had a diaper, but the second that I use it, I'm gonna want to take it off. Like, I'm not mm -mm. not gonna sit there soiled. No, absolutely not. You couldn't pay me to do that. I feel ugh. Okay, people are gross. (laughs) Yeah, no, mine was just saying that the confetti in Times Square has thousands of people's wishes written on them. In 2015, wish fetti became part of the tradition. People write in their wishes and they're turned into confetti that fall at midnight. Hmm. I think that is really cool. I would keep the confetti if it had a bunch of wishes on it. I want to know things. Um, This is very obvious. Nearly 80% of resolutions made at the beginning of the year are forgotten by February. (laughs) I would have said like 99%. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Long before it was used on New Year's Eve, a ball on top of England's Royal Observatory in Greenwich was dropped at 1 p.m. every day to help ship captains coordinate their navigation equipment. So that's kind of, I mean, in a sense, Hmm. how the ball drop started. That's interesting. Ball drop. (laughs) Um, the first 
Times Square New Year's party was thrown for a newspaper. The annual tradition of gathering in Times Square started as a party to celebrate the opening of the New York Times in 1904. 200,000 people attended. Didn't know there had that many people in 1904. Um, <laughs> <I know. laughs> wow. So this one is absurd to me. The original ball was made from 700 pounds of iron and wood. It was later reduced to 400 pounds of iron before they switched to an aluminum frame in 1955. The current ball, allegedly, according to this article, is 11,875 pounds. Why does it need to be that big? Why did it go up so much? Like, we don't need that. All they need is a giant ping pong ball. Honestly, imagine (laughs) something goes wrong and that ball falls off. You're killing people. Mm Mm-hmm. A ping pong ball would do a lot less damage. (laughs) Um, Waterford, and I don't know if this is who makes the New York Times ball or if this is a place, but they come up with a new pattern or a new ball pattern. (laughs) They come up with a new ball pattern every year. It's made up of 2,688 crystal triangles and has over 32,000 lights. It also displays over 16 million color patterns. That's why it's so heavy. <laughs> but like, I, even then, I feel like you can just like put shards of a mirror up or something and shine some lights. Like, I don't know. Maybe I would feel different if I saw it in person and it's like this big magical thing, but I'm not really comprehending just how crazy it is. Speaking of that, didn't you tell me on the way back from Chattanooga that we're not doing the peach this year? Yeah. And did we ever figure out why or it didn't say? No, I just saw it on Instagram and passed I it. forgot about that until just now. So, rest in peace to the peach, I guess. Is it yeah. Timothy Chalamet's fault? How many people are going to get that reference? I hope a lot. I can't, I cannot see, hear, think, smell a peach without thinking about that scene. <laughs> I watched it and I can Okay, well, I've watched it about 20 times, so. Oh, <laughs> um, Hershey, Pennsylvania, drops a giant kiss to ring in the new year. Mm-hmm. And other Pennsylvania towns have traditions that play off their names. In Mechanicsburg, they drop a wrench. And in Dillsburg, they drop a pickle. <laughs> Come on, y'all, we gotta watch the pickle drop. I mean, I'm sure that's their equivalent of, it's normal, just the like peach. a peach drop. Yeah, very true. Um, apparently, in most states, AAA offers free rides to people that are drunk. I did and know that. Did you? I didn't mm-hmm. know that. I think that's incredible. But I also imagine it's a long wait. If I were the driver, I would hate my life. Can't I can't stand drunk people. I would quit if I was forced to work that <laughs> night. You're not going to catch me slipping. I know, oh, right? That was actually the last fact that I have. Those were cool. I like those. Thanks. So celebrating New Year's Eve throughout the years, have you ever gone to like a proper New Year's Eve party? Like when I picture New Year's Eve parties, I picture champagne and like classy dresses or like party dresses, glitter and sequins. I wish. I know. Well, actually, you know, it was not like that at all. Don't get me (laughs) But um, we ended up going to Prohibition, which is a bar 
Yeah. Um, in Savannah. And um, we did a champagne toast at midnight there. It was just like Aww. so effortlessly easy that yeah. time. Like it wasn't super crowded. It was just nice. I want to say Sounds that was cute. 2020. I like that. Yeah. Oh, that's probably why. Well, no, because it didn't start in March. You know, it didn't start until March. Oh, okay. Going so into it was 2020. Before, yeah. Right. Okay. But, I see. Um, no, that was a really good time. I like that a lot. That's awesome. I love that. Do you... um? like non glitz and glam celebrations do you have any like new year's eve traditions or things you used to do i feel or is like it every kind single of another one of mine day? is different yeah do you i mean do you all are you always like it's new year's eve or is it just like it's new year's eve like who cares so i'll i'll quote bob's burgers on this because Please jane do. said um, I hate summer. There is always so much pressure to have fun. It's like New Year's Eve for kids. Okay. And I'm just like, yeah, that's true. There yeah. is so much pressure to go out and party. It's hyped and if up you don't, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I do like that. Speaking of that, who's your favorite Bob's Burgers character? Because I, I realize that's one thing I don't know about you probably bob he just never gets Aww. what he wants poor man poor guy and tina i feel like they're kind of tied because tina also never gets what she wants because the other I, three are just selfish <laughs> i like her she's weird <laughs> i do love tina but yeah tie for tina and bob for sure cute love that um yeah i've never done the cell like the partying new year's eve but one thing that was really big for me, which again, this might have just missed your age bracket. I don't know. Maybe they did it for you too. So like Hannah Montana, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, all those Disney Channel shows that I loved. At the end of the year, you get to go online and vote for your favorite episode in each category. So like scary episode, you know, themed, and then it's got all the different shows and you pick which show you want to win. So my favorite thing to do ever at the end of the year would be be voting on like all right i want to see the sweet life win in this category i want hannah to win here i want wizards of waverly place here and then new year's eve you tune into the disney channel and you see who won and you get to watch those episodes that was <laughs> so fun to me and something about new year's eve to me used to mean spa day and this was like back before i really did like face masks at home and stuff like that like i don't know i just i never really messed with my face much i had acne as a child and I I didn't do like you know fun soaps or anything <laughs> so New Year's Eve would always be like when me and my mom would get like our little foot you know those foot bath things mm -hmm. that you would plug up we would get those soak our feet we would do our nails like be in a robe and a face mask it was like a spa night for us that's cute that's kind of how I remember it. Mind you, that probably only happened like twice but in my head I'm like that was every New Year's like <laughs> And now it's just like, it's kind of just another day. And then I guess I got a little bit older and I like to watch all the performances, the Rock and Eve or whatever it was, mm -hmm. like music. Um, but then, you know, music started getting weird, like how we were trying to listen to the radio that one time and it's like the same five songs will just rotate. So I kind of grew out of that. But did you hear or know that Pete Davidson and Miley hosted like a New Year's thing together? I think it was like two years ago. I want to say I did hear about it. I didn't watch it, though. I remember 
bits and pieces you know like of them doing like little skits in the middle or like talking and stuff but again like the artist performing I was just not besides her of course I was not really into so I feel like that has lost his magic as well if we can get like some of the OG performers like let's get some like Britney Spears like One Direction like the biggest of the big not the little viral TikTok people no offense that's what I would love <laughs> to see again so I'm curious like what how this year is going to be because as far as I know we're going to Angie's to do Christmas with the kids on New Year's Eve Eve mm -hmm. oh wait I mean yesterday because today is New Year's Eve um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I'm, I don't know I don't know how it's gonna go if there's gonna be like music shows that I'm gonna try to watch or hmm oh I know I want to watch the movie and I wanted to see if I had it because I don't even know the movie is I think it's called New Year's Eve or New Year's it Day is. New Year's Eve mm -hmm. with the ones that has like all the celebrities in mm -hmm. it I want to watch that that's what I want to do I don't even know if I own it or not but I'm gonna find it have you seen it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen that one. And they have like Valentine's Day. Yes. And I can't remember what the other ones are. But Yeah, I think it's so cool. And and how I love that it's like all these storylines. And then at the end, you see how they're all connected. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I live for that. So, yeah, I think that's what I guess that's what my New Year's is going to be like. I don't know. Every, like. I'm so focused on Christmas cheer that it's like, what even are these other holidays? Like, how do you even celebrate anymore? Especially if you don't drink, you don't like people, you don't want to go out. Like, what do you do for New Year's? You just yeah. 10, 9, 8. Like, that's all you <laughs> That's essentially, yeah, what I do. Yeah. But I know I've spent New Year's Eve sleeping. I've spent New Year's Eve partying. It's just, you can't ever tell. It's just, <laughs> right. it's just different. different all the time. Yeah. Have you have you slept through the changing of the year before? I have like once, yeah. I have also one time. I don't know. I don't think I've done it more than that. I think I've always been like weird about not doing that. I don't know. <laughs> I read that um oh that's what I was going to ask you, like the um tradition of different foods like you're supposed to eat like black-eyed peas and and greens. Yeah. To, like what is it? Set the tone for like money and well, stuff. Well, help and I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm assuming by your reaction, you don't do that. I like collard greens. I do not like black. Do you? Mm -hmm. I don't like either of them. Maybe that's why my life is the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I also read when I was looking for fun facts that I don't remember which country or region it is, but some places believe you should have a round food, like a donut or a bagel on new year's eve and it symbolizes rounding out the year full circle and kind of mm. bringing it to a close so i went to ollie's and i found this um fruit loop donut kit mind you i thought donuts are like deep fried are they not or like mm -hmm. fried it didn't occur to me that this came with a donut baking pan so it's not like a donut i think it's essentially like a cake shaped like a donut but it's got the Fruit Loops to incorporate with it, and like I've a seen donut pans before, though. I just don't know how different they taste in uh, comparison. Well, I'll let you know because I'm gonna I'm gonna have those New Year's Eve, and I mean tonight, and see how they are. <laughs> tonight. Um. New Year's Eve. Happy New Year. <laughs> 
So I got this from the Kardashians. Sorry, I know you don't like them. But when they have dinner together, they do like the peak in the pit of their day or their week or whatever. I wanted for each of us to do, and I think I, f- I forgot to text you, but it's fine. Like, I feel like we can, I haven't even thought about mine either. I wanted for each of us to do the peak in the pit of our year. And it could be like, you know, multiple different things, but like, yeah. I already have mine. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's start with our pits. What was your pit of the year? My pit of the year is right now. Oh, <laughs> like literally. Um, no. So, I mean, I've told you, but telling everybody else that we just ran out of time to get everything um, sold or donated or whatever. So I just posted on Facebook Marketplace yesterday. I was like, come get this whole house full of stuff free. Yeah. And um, so it's just been a lot of moving. I've been on the move since November 16th when we closed on the house. Literally. Um. So I haven't had a day of rest. I'm just really, really ready for this to be over with. But it will be over with by Christmas. So it's almost done. Yeah. So you're almost out of your pit. Yep. And it can only go up from yeah. the bottom. You know, yeah. it's going to it's going to get great. I'm excited for 2024. I am sure. too. Very much so. I would say my pit health wise for my family, this has been the worst year. Mm-hmm. My dad with his knee, his diabetes, my mom got shingles and oh, I feel so bad. I forgot the name. She also got this like skin disease essentially. Not yeah, asthma. I remember when she had that. That was rough. Yeah, and um, I can't remember the name, but so she had to deal with that. And at, at one point, it was overlapping. The shingles and the skin disease were happening like at the same time, and that was really rough. And then I had my little accident in May with my head, oh, yeah. which I still, I think I told you this multiple times, I still don't feel 100% myself like my brain, the way it operates is just different. And I don't think that's something that's going to change. So that's been hard to deal with. And except like there's still some days where I'll be down all day, which I haven't got into what happened on the podcast. I figured that's a story for another time. But there's some days when I'm like so upset with myself that I let it get to the point where I passed out and I hit my head because I'm trying to meet unrealistic expectations, this and that. And I get so frustrated thinking like if you were just nicer to yourself and more accepting, you would be fine right here now. You wouldn't have all of these different things happening that bother you. Yeah. And then on top of that, in August, I get this mysterious mucusy cough. I had to the cough forever. Literally since August. I was down at your house when it started. Well, okay, the throat started feeling weird right Mm -hmm. before I came there I'm not saying I got it from your (laughs) (laughs) I've got uh, the cough was so bad in the first couple months it was non-stop coughing to the point oh wait back up the whole thing with the head as well like it hurt my body so like my head was injured and I was hobbling around like I my back and everything that was rough Mm. and then it's like I recovered and I'm like okay I can move now and then I get the cough and I'm coughing so hard so much 24 hours for so many weeks that I like pop something in my side and then I'm like immobile for 
yeah, forever after that. And then now, like, my coughing is gone, but the mucus is still in my chest. I still have to hack it up all the time. Like, I just permanently sound like I smoke a pack a day when I'm, like, laughing or anything. <laughs> and I'm like, that's so not cool because I've never smoked, like, at all. I've never vaped. Like, yeah, no. why am I the one that sounds like that? And, like, everyone I know, like, not throwing shade, like, I think cigarettes smell awesome. Like, everyone I know smokes and, like, no one sounds as much of a smoker as I do. <laughs> Pick up smoking. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Maybe I'll reverse it. <laughs> but yeah, health issues would be my pit of the year. I'm ready okay. to throw those away and just get them out of fresh. here. Yeah, get them out. Leave all of that. I don't know. I feel like this hacking is going to be with me forever, but it won't be. I can deal with some mucus as long as everything else is fine and everyone around me is fine. That's true. Yeah. Fair. Do you have a pit? Uh, no, nope, you already said your pit. We did that. Do you have a peak of the year? Buying my first house. Yes. I figured that would be it. Yeah. That's so, a big step. That's like an official grown-up thing to do. Yeah. And you did yeah. it. I did that. And you're sitting in it. You're sitting in the product of what I'm you've done. I'm sitting in it. It's still, you know, a disaster. <laughs> Because I haven't unpacked it. everything, but I did it. And uh, I'm I'm proud of it. I'm proud of me for doing it. So As you should be. It's incredible. Yay. Okay, what's yours? Applause. Oh, I have a couple. Um, Peak has been spending lots of time with my mom this year. Doing a lot of traveling, a lot of adventures. You were a yes, part of some of those. of those. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm glad that I got to share that with you and Jalen, who, <clears throat> for those listening, is my other cousin. And um, starting this podcast, I would say, is yeah, because I mean, it kind of came out of note. Like I just had an idea one day and I'm like, I want to do it. I don't know what to do. And I don't think anyone even really knows this, but it started out me being like, will you be my guest on it? Because I didn't know, like, I didn't know what to do. I'm like, I can't just talk to myself. And then we recorded a first episode that to this day has not ever been aired because then we decided like... Because <laughs> it was so bad. No, it wasn't. It was good. I feel like it was good. We were talking about like granny panties and Alec Murdoch. You'll have to release that one day. I will. It'll come out of the vault one day, but we scrapped it because we then decided, hey, like, let's do every episode together. Hello. And we and... have been. For and 17? 17. This will be 17. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. 17 weeks of this. And it's been, and like we've grown. And I'm like, I'm proud of it. And I think I mentioned this before when I was saying like, oh, we hit like 40 followers. Like that's not a lot to some people, but like now we're at 50. And that was just a couple of weeks ago. Like I feel like it's literally only up from here. I've like, In I've our never TikTok had views. Our Crazy. TikTok views are incredible. And I, I feel like I had a hit for us today, except it just wouldn't post. <laughs> but I'll update my phone after this and try again. Um, but yeah, so oh, I have another another peak. Okay, maybe this year wasn't so bad, even though all the health stuff happened. Getting into film and TV and and doing that. Oh yeah. That just started this year, I forgot. Because it was January when I 
went away to North Carolina to do the short film. Mm-hmm. That really ignited something in me. And then I've been been to quite a few sets this year and it's been so much fun. And I really loved that. So, wow. I like reflecting on this. This is fun. Crazy what you can get done in a year, right? I know. It really is. And um, I don't know, like, it, I feel like a lot of people might say stuff like this and it sounds silly to hear people say it if you are not like feeling it too. But like, I genuinely have like the best feeling about next year. I get like, I don't know, like, because I love what we're doing with this. Like, even though it definitely can be tedious, like trying to find time to do it. I know, especially for you, because you actually have things that you need to be present for aka a job (laughs) (laughs) but I don't know every time I'm like I get to edit it and I get to upload it and I get to like try to promote it like I just have such good feelings about it and just life in general like I think I've also mentioned this before but there was some type of moon I don't know I'm not an astrology girly some moon happened maybe a new moon and I got this journal and it has a Lexus Rose from Schitt's Creek on it. Have you ever seen that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Schitt's Creek. Yes, it's such a good show. And um, it has her on the front and it says, love that journey for me. <laughs> and so I went and I wrote down a whole day in my life, a year from the day that I wrote it. So I'm writing down the success of everything around me and like what's going on and where I'm at and stuff as like a manifestation thing and I feel like we're on track. We're getting there. We are. So that's exciting. I'm I'm really excited for the new year. I like I don't know. I don't I've never been so optimistic in my life. I'm like up here. Like I just know great things are coming and happening. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. Would you um if we could do this full time? Like I'm talking like a Theo Vaughn level, like full time podcaster. <laughs> Would you quit your job? Yes. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) May still see some therapy clients. Maybe. You should, because you can do that on the side. You know, you get to make your times. But, like, let's say we ever get rich from this. Mm -hmm. Hell no. Not working. (laughs) Yeah. No. (laughs) Because, like, my goal, and this is not something I've written down yet, but um, I would really, like, this is... Again, I feel crazy when I say these things out loud because this is such like a far-fetched thing to say, but I would really like for us to be able to do a tour. That would be cool. Yeah. Just go to different cities, have like a in per like I don't even know, like an in-person podcast, I guess, just like chatting. Mm-hmm. I want to perform. I want to sing a song or two. You don't have to. <laughs> and then like get to meet people everywhere. Like I feel like I can just picture us renting like a Sprinter van and getting a couple people, a couple people to come with us. We would us own out. that Sprinter van, okay? Okay, we could do that. But no, that long term, that is a goal that I have for us is to be able to take this on tour. All right, to round out this episode, here's some AITA New Year's themed. Okay, AITA for skipping New Year's Eve at my child-free sister's. Last week, I hosted Christmas for my family. I, 33 male, have a two-year-old with my wife. Every year, it's at my sister, parents, or my house, and it rotates every year. One of us hosts Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. In the last year, my sister, who was vocally child-free, got a dog. 
I love my sister, but we are very much opposites. When I had my kid, it changed our relationship a bit. She tolerates, her words, my son. She has never watched him and I've never asked. My son is present at all family functions and this annoys my sister. My sister has turned into your classic dog mom. World revolves around the dog type. I do not own dogs and I really don't want to be around them. Same, dude. <laughs> not yours, though. Not yours. I'm not talking about that. Um, I don't want them in, in my house. And my sister wanted to bring her dog to Christmas, and I said no. It's well-trained and overall okay for a dog. I just don't want it in my house or even in my yard. <laughs> she compot. oh, sorry. She complained but left it alone and- what? Compile? Compl- I'm so dumb. It literally <laughs> says complied. <laughs> she complied and left it alone but was not happy about it and let me know that several times. The day before New Year's Eve, she told me kids weren't welcome at her house. I was taken back by this and asked why. She said alcohol would be present. We all drink, and family friends also come to this party. And just said it wouldn't be appropriate for a two-year-old to be present. My wife and I had planned only to stay until 10 anyway, and then we'd go home because of our kid. We reconsidered and opted to not go at all and respected my sister's wishes by keeping the kid at home. I let her know half an hour before the party started. My wife and I treated it like any other night. We didn't even stay up until midnight. By 11, I noticed missed calls from her and I didn't answer. I fell asleep when texts started coming in, calling me an asshole, calling me a dog hater, saying it was rude I didn't come to the party. She said it was BS that she got my kid a Christmas present, but I didn't get her dog anything. The list went on and she was clearly drunk. I tried to call her. She didn't answer and I got a text. I'm not answering asshole. So AITA here. No. No, not even a little bit. I mean, at the beginning, I was kind of like, okay, you know, my dogs. Like, <laughs> but you didn't get my dog anything for Christmas. Right. That is unhinged. Right. And you're like, you don't want kids at this party. Well, we don't have a babysitter. Like, what do you want us to do? Right. Bring the kid and you're going to call Babysitters are hard to get, especially on holidays and stuff. Right. And like last minute like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. So they have an update. It says, earlier today, I finally talked to my sister. Few things to address. To be honest, I was pissed at her rule. We had looked for a babysitter. The time we were informed, to no kids were coming to the party. All of our usual babysitters, like our parents, aunts, whoever, were at, would be at the party. So no one outside of the usual crew were available. I think that's where I just came up with no babysitter. I don't think it was mentioned until just then. Um, For those asking, when I told her no to the dog coming over on Christmas, I told her the day before, because that's when she asked me. This is her first year with the dog, so I had no idea she had an expectation she would bring it. My mom told her to ask me first, instead of just bringing it. She only lives 10 minutes away. The dog would have been fine. She's been vocal about not liking kids since she was a late teenager. She's child-free by choice. I got the drunk text because my family members were disappointed my kid wasn't there, especially the ones that don't get to see my son often. My sister told him there were no kids at the party. They were surprised. And since my sister never hosted a party, oh, they were surprised since my sister has never hosted a kid. Goodbye. (laughs) They were surprised because they, oh my God, stop. My record is skipping. (laughs) I'm skipping that sentence. Another family member that had kids ended up having one stay home with their kids it's this person it's their typing i think he's saying one parent stayed home with the kid 
We talked about it today and she's still mad about Christmas. Told me she wants me to accept her dog as family. I told her it can be family to you, but it's not family to me. It can be your everything, but it won't be to me. I told her my kid is more important than her dog. I'm not a dog person. I never will be. I just don't want it at my house. Apparently, the attention my kid gets from the family, including my mom, bothers my sister. It was clear from the beginning she wasn't going to be an involved aunt to my son, which hurts me, but I didn't realize there was this much jealousy. I'm going to give her a space for a while and then reach out. Hmm. Imagine being jealous over your nephew. Yeah. The attention that he's getting. I don't know. That's... <laughs> I, I'm not we all know this i have no desire to have children but i'm not jealous of them like i think it's fun when they're around sometimes because i don't have to keep them you know mm -hmm. so sister is in the wrong there i think we both agree on that very much so all right i'll go yes aita for not wanting to spend new year's eve with my husband's kids okay okay Here's the situation. My partner and I have been together for three years. We both have demanding jobs and are usually pretty busy, so we try to make the most of our time together when we're not working. This year, my husband's ex-wife asked if he could have the kids for Christmas. We agreed, thinking it would be a nice way to spend a holiday to give the chance to spend time with their dad and for them to warm up to me. I'm a guy, and his ex-wife has only recently warmed up to him dating me, so this is progress. Okay, gotcha. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, Christmas was a bit of a mixed bag. The kids were grateful and seemed to enjoy spending time with us, but they also fought a lot and made a mess at my office. It was really stressful trying to keep them from arguing, and they seemed to be constantly bickering with each other over who got what toy and who was eating what food. Now my husband's ex-wife asked if we can have the kids again for New Year's Eve. My husband wants to say yes, but I'm really not interested. I feel like we've already put in a lot of effort on for Christmas, and I don't want to spend another holiday with the kids, especially if it's going to involve a lot of fighting and stress. I've tried explaining this to my husband, but he just says that it's not fair to the kids and that we should be more understanding. He also thinks that because the kids have been so accepting of me, we should have them around for New Year's, New Year's Eve as well. I feel like I'm being selfish, but I also don't want to spend another holiday with the kids if it's going to be as stressful as Christmas was. AITA for not wanting to spend New Year's Eve with my husband's kids. Kind of. How do you, how do you get involved with someone that has kids and have zero interest in being a part of their life? It's too stressful for me. <laughs> Guess what? Like, you can't you can't just don't get involved with that person to begin with. Yeah. You don't have to want to have kids yourself, but those kids were there before you. Yes. Like, come on. I don't know. I mean, yes. And your partner will always choose their kids over you. As Hopefully. And they should. Yeah. So, yeah. Whoever wrote this. Um, thumbs down. Okay. So, there are two edits on this one. He has another separate home to meet the kids during weekends because they don't want me involved with the kids. Okay. Otherwise, he meets them in their family home. They still celebrate Easter and other major holidays and family events as a family. In parentheses, him, his ex-wife, and the kids without me. His ex-wife is homophobic and is still coming to terms with his sexuality. Another edit. I feel that I should clarify that I am not involved with the kids and likely won't ever get too involved. Him and his ex-wife are adamant that the kids know what they have 
kids know that they have one mother and one father and they don't want me to have a parental role and for the kids to think they have two dads. That's bizarre to me. I understand, like, knowing this is your dad and this is your mom, but again, like, how do, how do you not become at least a little bit involved in the well, person that you want to Well, it said that it seemed like in the main post that the kids were accepting of their relationship. Right. Yeah. I don't and understand that at all. If the ex-wife didn't want the kids to be involved with him, mm-hmm. why are they spending Christmas and New Year's Eve together? Right. Exactly. I and think like, he was just trying to cover his ass. <laughs> probably. Because he got probably horrible responses to that. Mm-hmm. People disagreeing with him. Because also, like, even if the wife is homophobic, like, she's still letting the kids around their dad. Yeah. So, the, like, what what did you do for neither of them to want you involved with the, the kids? Like, I don't know. That doesn't sit right with me. I still think he's in the wrong regardless. Because mm-hmm. if, okay, first of all, if he knows, he knows he's not meant to be involved and that's not his role. Why did he even come on and put this story? Just, like, let let your guy spend time with his kids. And, you know, like, I don't know. People are stupid. 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 But, yeah. Um, I guess to end this, do you have any, not resolutions, but predictions or wishes for this new year coming up? Or just, like, some vibes you want to put out there? I predict that this is going to be a very great year for the podcast. I love that. Oh my god. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> that what makes me you? so happy. Um, Same. I think it's, I, I feel like it's the year of growth, both online, within ourselves, and the year of money. I don't know if that sounds crazy, Hopefully. but- I, I think with the good things to come for the podcast, I think it-, it brings plenty of reward if that makes sense and i'm not just talking about money wise i agree but that's oh my god that feels so good for you to say not that i don't think that you believe in it but i you know i'm kind of like an obsessive person so i'm like thinking about things all the time and when i don't hear people telling me their thoughts i just assume they don't think about it i don't know if that makes sense i know that my mind has been elsewhere for like the last several months but it's about to calm down right i'm not saying like i'm not saying anything bad about that i know i just it's really cool to hear you say that about the podcast do you have oh song of the week new year's day by taylor swift couldn't get more spot on than that (laughs) (laughs) what's up with these t swift songs being relevant to any situation she's got a song for everything honey I guess so. Do you have a very last PSA of the year? Speaking of, before we do that, I'm going to make a post with all of our PSAs of this year, and I'm going to make a Spotify playlist with all of our songs of the week, and I'll post about them when they're done. Oh, that's cute. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do that. So what's our final PSA of 2023? Don't drink and drive. Be very safe. Perfect. Perfect. Love it. So with that, I guess we say goodbye to 2023. We'll see you guys in 2024, hopefully, with some new exciting things, including 
new exciting people. Yeah. And new exciting us because we're just as cool as guests. <laughs> yes. Even if we don't have any guests, we're still pretty fun. Yeah. I love us. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> For the last time this year. <laughs> You've been listening to the Straight Crooked Podcast. Bye. Bye. 2023. Bye.